And live from the studios of WGBH, our partner station up in Boston, I'm John Hockenberry. Welcome back to The Takeaway. And as you probably noticed, we're talking about the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act. Oh, not catchy enough for you, the title there? That is the official title. We'll try something shorter, maybe Obamacare. Oh, you think that's a pejorative, a term that only critics of the reform bill use, an insult to the president? Well, think again. I have no problem with folks saying Obama cares. I do care. President Obama, you see, is like most Americans who now refer to the Health Care Act as Obamacare. The president's Twitter account has even started a hashtag campaign, I Like Obamacare, to start a conversation about what supporters like most about the Affordable Care Act. It's a bit of linguistic evolution taking place right before our eyes, the story of how enemies of the president needed something catchier than the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act to target, and they concocted what they thought was a nasty name, which stuck, but then may have lost some of its nastiness. We're joined now by Kathleen Hall-Jameson, director of FlackCheck.org. Kathleen, this is a really interesting evolution that's taking place here. How have you watched it? Well, first, Hillary Care was a way of indicting the health care reform initiative of the Clintons in 1993-94. But now if you said Hillary Care, people probably wouldn't catch the reference and might think that Hillary is a very positive term. Uh, when Romney Care is tagged by the Republicans, it means that the Democrats can now say Romney Care is the antecedent to Obamacare. They need it as Democrats to reclaim that term because it has their candidate's name in it. What is the precedent of reclaiming terms that start off as pejoratives and end up becoming, uh, you know, as uh, Obama's trying to do here, hey, I care, sounds good to me? There were initially very strong attacks on Social Security and Medicare as names and as concepts. Now people of all ages regard them as so, so integral to their understanding of how government operates that they don't even think they're part of government in most cases. So across time, words change meaning as we live out the experiences that are being named by the words. If the experience becomes a negative experience, the word becomes more likely a pejorative. But it can become positive. Hence, the Obama care label that is attached by Paletti will fade if this that was attached by Paletti to the combination of Romney and Obama, both supporting essentially the same position, will fade if, as people live out the experience of this legislation, it's successful. Or if it's struck down, then it may become the Hillary Care reference that just kind of lost to memory. We may wonder, what was it referring to after all, since it's no longer part of our lives? You know, I'm wondering if uh, if the social network, uh, you know, milieu that we live in right now, the existence of Twitter, et cetera, makes this process move more rapidly, or is it just easier for folks like you to observe it happening in real time? It's, I think it moves more rapidly uh, because Twitter is a digestive means of alerting and linking. So when uh, when words become linked to the masses and move inside the culture they diffuse more rapidly. And as a result, it became imperative that the Obama administration reclaimed that word. And the reason that the word is potentially damaging to them is if, unless they attach positive associations, its opponents associate it with socialized medicine, death panels, rationing. They want to associate it with coverage of your college kids, um, no lifetime limits, increased prescription drug coverage. So they now need to create positive associations where the critics have has created negative associations. And Romney needs to do the same thing because Romney care is as tightly tied to Romney, thanks to the Republican opponents of Romney, as Obamacare is a tag to President Obama. 
You know, it's happening in miniature, what we've observed to happen over the last decades with pro-life, pro-choice, the, uh, the, the inflammatory language that surrounds the uh, divisive uh, issue of abortion. Yeah, and the, the, we now live in a polarized environment in which each side claims language, attaches as many negative associations as it can to the words it's using to the other side, and as many positive associations as it can for words that are associated with its side. And in the, pro- in the process, we lose track of the complexities of the issue. There are a lot of reasons to like health care reform, and there are a lot of arguments against it. Neither side is well captured by calling something Romney care, Obamacare, or by using words such as socialized medicine, death panels, rationing, which really increase the likelihood you're going to misunderstand what's on the ground. So the net effect of all this before we go is it becomes mush, even as they're trying to create a, a target to attack. It becomes a signal that you oppose or favor a person rather than an issue position or a piece of legislation. And uh, so do you think Obama is going to succeed at uh, co-opting this in the end? He's going to have to because it's a signature legislative accomplishment, and he's going to be indicted for it if he doesn't claim it. And so to fight for the independence, both Governor Romney and President Obama have to find a way to explain why it is that this legislation that each supported is beneficial to the public. Obamacare started out as an insult, but uh, even the president says, Obama caring? Hey, I love that. Is he going to run on it? We'll find out. A bit of linguistic evolution there, a discussion with Kathleen Hall Jameson, director of flaccheck.org, who monitors these things in speeches and in political rhetoric for us here at The Takeaway. Kathleen, thanks so much. You're welcome. And we're going to leave you now with a little bit of uh, the experience of what it's like to, to listen to Obamacare's evolution courtesy of an accompaniment by Phil Collins. You can go to our website and get the full spectrum of this. But uh, uh, check it out here. Obamacare in, uh, in, in, in no our own mashup. With folks saying Obama cares. I do care. You can tell everyone I'm a down disgrace. Drag my name all over the place. Obama cares. anymore. Obamacare. It's Obamacare. 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 You can tell everybody about stay on me. I have no problem. Obamacare. I do care. Obamacare is killing jobs. Obamacare. I think the law is sound. This is the beginning of the end of freedom in America. I don't play the same game. This is not a game. I've heard rumors that a few of you still have concerns. You know, no matter how much I've, I've tried to keep it digestible. Obama cares. Well, our goal is to make this as difficult as possible to vote for. Unprecedented government intrusion. I do care. Obama cares. Health insurance reform becomes law in the United States of America. Obama cares. Obamacare. 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 At Radio Lab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. 
of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radio Lab adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.